God bless you. So today's mind message with me, Kayla, is we're just going to be speaking about value. And I was just speaking with my mom about how I have grown so much within just simply in my wardrobe. Like, I like like fashion. Okay, I love beauty and all that other amazing stuff, which is perfectly fine. But 
the Lord has allowed me to grow so much and he has allowed me to gain wisdom and knowledge in those areas in which I didn't even knew required wisdom and knowledge. You know, I, I didn't know that I could learn so much from just the way that I dressed. But anyway, I um I was speaking about how a, a few even a few months ago and a few years ago, I I loved clothes, okay? And I will always but before I started on this nomadic lifestyle, right? On this minimalist lifestyle. I had so I had so many clothes, different styles, and and here's the thing, I would project my in my internal character, okay, my in my my value, Jesus, I, I would project my value on my outfits, so it's like I would always get clothes, and I would try my best to make it represent me versus me representing my clothes. Does it make sense? So it was like I would get something, and I and one of the biggest problems that I had with people growing up is that people would always say that I looked serious or that I was I always was very extra or I like I was bougie or I just had a certain way about myself and I and I did not like that stigma about it I, I did not like people saying that I always look serious and and I was very stern and all this other stuff I was just like I'm not a mean person so I got tired of people pretty much calling me mean and is you, if you know me, I'm not mean at all. Like, I'm like the goofiest little thing ever, okay? I'm like the sweetest thing, but I just look serious. It's just very odd. But anyway, <laughs> so I was always in my outfits. I got to the point to where me dressing the way that I really want to dress, I like personally more minimalist style things that's more classy. But also I like a little bit more tomboyish. You, you know, like we can, we can do a few different things. But I would always try my best to kind of neglect that side of me because I figured I already look very stern. I look very dominant. Okay, I can be very intimidating the way that I can come off. So I don't want to wear sweatpants and a sweatshirt, even though that's really what I'm feeling today. I'm not going to wear that today because I don't want people to look at me as if I'm a mean person. Versus me just allowing people to have their own opinions about me and just to forget about it instead of me trying to please everyone and everybody even though this person can know me even the people that knew me they said was like you just look so serious and that would really it, it would actually hurt my feelings because i'm like i'm not a mean person but i had heard it so much the way it actually tainted my the, the, the way that i would look at myself right so within my outfits i'm like okay you know what in order to change people's opinion about me i'm going to dress just like my personality personality internally right instead of me just dressing and wear whatever i wanted to wear i chose okay i'm gonna wear more pinks and more purples and more this even though now i do wear those things but it's naturally because that's who i am that just that's just how it just goes now and we, we're gonna get into that about the now but anyway going back into then okay I, w I would push these colors that i re really wasn't into just because i wanted to look a certain way i wanted to look nicer I wanted, and not even nicer in just like the clothing that I wore, but I actually wanted to appear to be a, a softer person because people would say that I was so intimidating. So I wanted to almost reverse the opinion of others. And God taught me, he said, kid, it is not your job to micromanage people's emotions. If they dislike you, let them dislike you. If I love you, who are they to hate you? The word, the, the word that they give you does not matter. Whatever God says about you, that is what you are. And you have to believe that over everyone else. And so now that's the point I am. The, that is the point that I'm in currently right now within my life is that God is like, kid, you're a sweet person. I love you so much. You're my beloved, right? You, you, you are the apple of my eye. You are so sweet. You are so beautiful. You are so kind. You are so gracious. This is who I am. 
versus me trying to explain to other people by the way that I dress before I even open up my mouth these people already have crazy opinions about who I am right but instead of me trying to say well hi how are you and just letting my personality speak for itself I would try to put my personality in these external things which I was actually misplacing my energy and misplacing my value because I was giving so much energy to these outfits and clothing and shoes and accessories even though this stuff actually is who I am I mean I love fashion like I said I really do love fashion but I would put so much of my energy into my outfits to where I wouldn't even be happy to put the outfit on because I'm just like, I want people to just have a different look. I just want people to have a different opinion about me versus them just saying, oh, you're just so intimidating. I want to hear, you're just, you just look like the cutest thing. You're just like the softest thing. That's what I wanted to hear. But, and I only wanted to hear these things because I was not okay and I was not comfortable with myself. I'm ho- I hope that this is making sense, y'all. So, now I'm at the point in my life where, of course, I mean, I'm still growing. I mean, I'm still flourishing the lord is still allowing me to blossom that that is a word that the lord spoke to me a few a few years ago i was sitting within his presence and he said kid he he, he just showed me a blossom like he literally said kid he says like kiddo and calls me kid and stuff and then he just showed me a blossom i'm like oh my gosh a cherry blossom how beautiful is that i'm like what does that mean he says that's what you are and that just proved to me he's like you are constantly growing you are constantly evolving do not allow yourself to stop do not allow yourself to be so boxed into other people's opinions where you have to say, well, I can only dress this certain way. Maybe one day I want to wear a dress, and then the next day I want to wear some cowboy boots. But let me do that, right? Versus me just saying, well, this is who I am all day, every day. And the thing is, this is who I am internally. Because, y'all, I'm a very diverse person. I act like I'm country sometimes, talk country. Look, I can do some everything, okay? And people could easily be like oh she's so this and she's so that and then the moment that people really get a chance to know me they're like oh my gosh she's a fraud oh my gosh she's a this oh my gosh she's a hypocrite but it's like you never even really knew me so the message that i really want to come from this podcast is that don't ever just place your finger on someone and just say i know who you are this is who you are because you don't know because the very people around me that said this is how she is this is how i always seen her to be that wasn't even me because i always held myself back And I can speak about this because I was within that situation. I literally, the people around me, I always felt like the outcast because no one really knew me. There there were certain things that I would allow to show. People knew that I was goofy. People knew that I was silly. People knew that I I loved to just give positive words. But no one knew that I had gifts. No one knew that the Lord literally has blessed me in these other areas of my life. Because I was so afraid to show people this side of me. And now I'm to the point to where God, y'all, he told me something. He said, kiddo, he said, if they're not doing your father's will, right? This is what Jesus said. He said, kid, if they're not doing our father's will, they're not your family. And that, it freed me so much. And that is something, of course, I read within Matthew, right? I'm just, oh, look at you, Jesus. Hallelujah, look at him. He just let people go. He just cut everybody off. You know, <laughs> we let us say that word. Cut them off if they get on your nerves. Cut them off if, if, if they're not serving you any good. You know, we love to throw those words around. But yet, deep down within our souls, we don't really even know the definition of those words. Whenever Jesus said that to me, I was just sitting there. And I was just like, Lord, you know, I was just pretty much just, just, you know, venting out to him. Okay, I have those moments. I stay doing that with him. And <laughs> I'm like, Lordy, I'm tired of this. And this is getting on my nerves. And she said this and he said that and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, if they're not doing our father's will, they don't matter. They don't. They're, they're not your family. 
Why are you so, well, why are you so stuck on trying to impress these people who don't even care about you? Because if they did, they would actually take the time to really know you at your very core. They would take the time to actually sit back and to just begin to listen to you. Not to always just speak and to always assume things about you. Because the thing about a person who constantly assumes is that they are actually, actually liars. God showed me this. He said, think about it. Whenever I was in the world and I would just always assume stuff, I would just assume and assume and assume, I was really lying because I was sitting there making up all these different imaginations and, and reasons of why a person has done this or how they could have did this and why it actually happened that way. And I'm making up a whole other story that I actually began to believe that wasn't even nowhere near true. I would let my mind just run so rampant on this one thought that wasn't, it didn't even make a point. Like, it's like, why are you even thinking about this? It, it doesn't even matter. Right? It's nothing but a lie. It's, it's, it's all disguised, right? Because we can have our own truth. And that is why God says, I, my spirit will teach you the good news, right? I will lead you into all of the truth. And that is God's truth. Because the so-called truth that we have is a straight-up lie. Right? So it's like, don't allow yourself to get so caught up in all these different opinions and, and to say, well, this is how this person is because, y'all, it's, it's so much that goes on behind the scenes you don't even understand. And it's so sad because we are so easy to say, oh, yeah, uh-huh, I grew up with her, I know her, I know her, I know her. And, of course, we that's just a, few, a figure of speech. But a lot of times we actually take those words seriously and begin to process them as if we do know this person. And then the moment that we really see the true version of this person, this person looks like a straight-up hypocrite. This person looks like they're so fake. Oh, she so this. Oh, she, does, oh, she so that. And all this other stuff. But it's simply because you never even knew them in the first beginning. Because you were so selfish because you just like, mm, I know her, I figure her out. See, that's the thing. People love to try to figure you out. And God showed me something. He's like, whenever you catch people who love to try to figure things out, they always get their selves within a pit. They always find a hole. They always dig their own hole because you can never, ever figure someone out. Especially a child of God. Let, let, let me say that. A child of God, you cannot figure them out because they're constantly evolving. They are constantly growing. The moment that you pinpoint them, they're on a whole nother level. And I know this because this is what God taught me. He said, kid, you always, you always do things, you, you always move in silent, silence, right? You, you always do things behind the scenes, not to be secretive, not to try to hide stuff, but simply because you understand that my business is very important to me. What my father says to go do is very important to me. And it, it does not matter what you may think or what anyone else may think. It's simply you being so committed. You first off made a commitment to yourself to say, I'm going to seek my father's face every single day. I'm going to diligently seek him. I'm going to actually obey him and all of his commands, whatever he tells me. Okay, under this grace covenant, I'm going to love him wholeheartedly. And I'm, and I'm going to actually have a real relationship with him. He's going to be my husband. Okay, he's going to be my best friend. He's going to be my father. He's going to be my everything. That is a commitment that you have to make to yourself. And then as you make that commitment with yourself, you're going to be able to actually do those things. Because now the Holy Spirit is enabling you. The, the Holy Spirit needs you to make that commitment first. He can't make you commit. Because you're a free moral agent, you have to first off choose. Once you choose that thing, then you have to ask the Lord, Lord, what do, what do you have for me to do? Once he begins to reveal these things to you and what he has for you to do within your life, you have to take those things and begin to run with them. And what I mean by running with them is actually acting on these things daily. Not just saying, oh, he told me this, I'm going to leave it, just let, leave it alone. Like, no, work consistently. Stay diligent. Stay persistent. Don't be trying to rush anything. Okay, cherish what he is giving you. Take your time with it. Be patient with it. Learn how to cultivate. Learn how to nurture things. Because nurturing takes time. And, and the thing about nutrition is that I love it because it is, it's, it's almost kind of like once you reach a certain level, 
in feeding this thing, this thing actually reach, reaches another level of growth. And then now, since it has grown to be this large, or say for instance, a plant, right? I wanted to first get out of get out of the stage of being a seed okay so i'm gonna nurture i'm gonna care for i'm gonna water do whatever i have to do then once it reaches this new level now it needs more water mm. so now i have to go get more water for it because now it's larger it, it's a little bit more thirsty but then the moment that i get more water for it because i as a person i have grown this project that god has given me it is only able to evolve as i am evolving I hope that this makes sense, right? It, whatever God has given you to do, it is not going to grow unless you grow because God has given it to you. You're the one who's cultivating it. You're the one who's giving it nutrition. You're the one who's feeding it. You have to first pour out into something in order to expect results from it. So as you continue to pour out more, you're going to get more. Just like the Lord says, you reap what you sow. That is a principle. That goes for all who's just and unjust, okay? So, y'all, this, this just went a totally another direction. But going back into the clothing, right? As I begin to grow, and, and as the Lord begins to continue to show me, He says, Kid, you did not know who you were. So, you did not understand that what was inside of you, the value that I put within you, you were trying to project it on other things and on other people because you wanted instant validation from them. Not even under, understanding that the validation came from within. Not even understanding that you are more than enough. So you always try to go get the biggest brands, go get all this other stuff because you wanted to feel important. Not knowing that you were already important, more important than anyone else because simply no one can be you. It's not saying that you are better than them. It's just not saying that. But it's but but but, but what I am saying is that you are better because you you can only be yourself. Does that make sense? So so say for instance, I tried to copy someone else. I wanted to be this certain celebrity, right? If I tried to do every little thing that she was doing, I would not be better than her. Because you can only be the best version of yourself. Okay? So, although, yes, it's, yes, it's celebrity. She's, like, the best in, in whatever she's doing. She looks th this good and wears whatever kind of brands that she's wearing. But if I continue to try to copy her, I'm going to always be less than her because I cannot be her. I'm hoping that this makes sense, y'all. But that's that. Okay, so... Once he taught me about the value part, he says, kids, you, you are priceless, okay? You are priceless. And, and, I'm, and I'm passing this message on to you because so many things, this is what's so beautiful about God is that he looks at us all in the same way, but yet he still knows us differently. He's kind of like a one size fits all. Just like some girl, I mean, I mean, she she may be a little a little a little stick, okay? She got a little she 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 doesn't really have much going on for herself, okay? I mean, I ain't judging no skinny people, but I'm just saying, okay? But she has a one size fits all kind of pants, and it fits her. Versus someone who's a bit on the chunkier side, okay? She has a little bit more curves, but guess what? Those one size fits all leggings, they still fit her in their own way. That's how God works, right? So. Allow him to cultivate you. Allow him to reveal to you what is inside of you. So then you can be the best version of you. Then you can actually be better. And because we can, it's so easy to say, well, I'm better than this and I'm better than that. And it's like, why won't you be better than yourself? Why, and what I mean by this is you are your own competition. As a child of God, you have no other competition because you understand that there is only one you. There's only something. You, we may have, this is why God says within his word. Your gift will make room for you. He says it's because it is a one-size-fits-all kind of thing. I may have the gift of wisdom. You may have the gift of wisdom. But you cannot spit out the wisdom like I can because we do not have the same exact lives. You're not me. 
You don't think the way that I think. You don't speak the way that I speak and vice versa. And it's not a bad thing because it's not saying, oh, I'm better. No, no, no. It's simply saying I am me. I'm the best version of myself. And I refuse to be the same as that person that I was yesterday. That is the key thing of growth. That is why I say you are your own competition. Because you say, I'm going to be better than I was yesterday. I'm going to be better than I was l- the last hour. Okay? Maybe maybe an hour ago, I probably got a little frustrated. Well, guess what? Within this new hour, I'm not going to get frustrated. I'm going to stay calm, cool, and collected. I'm going to keep my mind focused on the one who is, is sitting up high. Okay? The, the one who is sitting high and looking low. The, the one who has literally made all of our hearts and he knows everything that we want to do. Every, every little thing that my heart desires, the Lord knows it. So I'm able to sit here, keep my mind focused on him, and he, will, and he promised to keep me in perfect peace. That is me being the best version of myself. Because I am dedicated, I am committing myself to this new person. Okay, and, and it's very, very important. This is, this is just a little add-on, but it's very, very important to, if, if you know you have goals and different things that you want to achieve within your life, you cannot always do things how you want to do them for the now, okay? And, and let me further break this down. Whenever you say, okay, say for instance, all right, I want to be a CEO, okay? This is just, I'm just throwing this out here. I ain't telling you none of my business, okay? But I'm just saying, just for someone, you may want to be a CEO, okay? A CEO. You may want to be an entrepreneur or something. You cannot always oversleep. Say for instance, you're still in high school and literally you're oversleeping three hours past eight o'clock. It's like, how can you expect to be an entrepreneur and to be bringing in six figures every single year, seven figures every single year, and you only have a $25 work ethic? It does not work like that, right? So daily, we have to continue to make progress towards this person that we want to be. I don't care. Maybe this person that you may see for yourself, you may wear suits. You may enjoy, um, I don't know, you may want to articulate yourself in a certain way because you feel as if you may curse a lot or you may say things that you don't really want to say so you would take the small steps every single day to say okay i'm not going to say this word but i'm going to say this word and instead of me cursing someone out i'm just going to say god bless you okay so you're just making those small increments it's in the small changes that we are actually able to make progress okay so i hope that this bless y'all i love y'all god bless y'all and remember to be something so intriguing about how God moves amongst his people people are always expecting him to move in the ways that he has already previously moved and God is clearly saying he's doing something different and doing something new but people are so closed-minded they can't even see the new thing that he is doing he, he's literally enabling his people to go to a whole nother level that no one on this earth have ever seen before. But people are so set in their own ways. People are so afraid. People, people want to literally be timid for the rest of their lives. Not because God has not enabled them to do better, but simply because they deny his power. God is so powerful. Like literally, he, he says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. He tells you. He gives you the answers. He, he literally gives you the question. Then he literally gives you the answer right after he gives you the question. Because half of the time whenever you read his word, think about it. It's like, why did he say that? Why did he do this? Couldn't Jesus have just done this? Couldn't he could have just healed the sick man over here? Couldn't he have just... But he did everything so strategically to where he would make us question him. Jesus. Because, because here's the thing. God likes people who says, Lord God... 
I can't see it. I don't know what's going on. But Father God, I trust in you. I trust in your Holy Spirit. Greater is he that is in me than he that is within this world. He loves people that say that. Because he's like, you let me know that you honor me. Because no, it's not about what we can do for God. It's about what he has already done for us. But it is up to us to accept it. That is why people are literally perishing because of their lack of knowledge because they they are so stuck up and just so snobbish and haughty and high-minded whether they want to admit it or not they're not actually able to embody who god made them to be god did not make you to be evil god did not make you to be hateful god did not make you to be bitter nor jealous that is why he says get rid of all of these things for they are not of you my child he says it for a reason because oh jesus it literally taints you from seeing god it literally taints you from believing in him Tainted meat meat means to 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 be kind of in a way buried. Tainted means to be infected. Tainted meat means to be unclean. As people, of course, we sin on a daily basis. But here's here's something that's so beautiful about God is that He sees us through the lens of Jesus. He does not see us for ourselves. He does not see us for our sins, but He sees us through Jesus. He sees us as being righteous and being honorable, but being worthy of 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 all of his fruits of his holy spirit first of all not even just the blessings that is a blessing on his own just by having the holy spirit he left us left us this beautiful gift which by the way is more than enough to accomplish anything that you could ever think ask or imagine but then on top of that he he says i will also add these things unto you as you seek ye first the kingdom of god he's like i will give you these other things Along with this, Jesus, as he has already given us the Holy Spirit, but then he's like, I will also add more stuff onto you just as you just continue to just seek my kingdom. Like, are you kidding me? That's so beautiful. We are literally his royal priesthood. The, and this is what's so sad. The, the more that we continue to deny it, the more that we say, well, Lord, I'm not worthy, Lord, in trying to be with, with this false humility, which is not even humility at in the first beginning. It's just you trying to appear to be a certain way because you really just have insecurity within your heart because a person who is actually humble, they don't have to put themselves down. They literally just be themselves. They literally just, oh, hi, how are you? They're just like the sweetest, coolest people. They don't have to, I'm humble, I'm this, I'm that, I'm a good servant. They don't have to stress that because it's obvious. You Because the thing about a real, true, humble servant of the Lord is that their heart shows before they even have to speak. But because usually, because as, as we all know, out of the heart flow flows the issues of life, right? As a, as a man think of it in his heart, so is he. And, and out of your mouth, it literally comes life and death. You have life and death within the power, within the power of your tongue. But but here's the thing about that is that out of my mouth is literally telling you my heart posture. Because as a man think of it in his heart, so is he. And literally, as I speak, it is it's telling you who I am within inside of me. As as long as you are sitting back, as long as you are listening to what I'm saying, you know who I am as a person, and I don't even have to tell you who I am. I, I hope that this makes sense. I don't even have to de- describe to you. This is I just, I'm just a loving, caring person. I just I love God so, and God is so amazing, and I just I don't have to stress it to you because you can see it. As, as, as I just begin to just speak about how good God is and I don't have to stress anything. This is just me being myself. You see me for who I am. That is, that is a true humble servant of the Lord. And I'm not giving myself any kind of credit. I'm just speaking out in general. 
I'm just using myself as an example because I really truly believe I am still not there. I have a lot more work to be done. I'm perfectly fine with saying that because within my weakness, his strength is made perfect. I am not perfect. I never will be. And I'm so grateful because that means that I will continue to always need God. Until the very day that I die, I will still need him and I will always need him. And and I'm so excited and I'm just so happy for this journey because God is so faithful. He is so amazing and he is so good. And and every single day, he he, he always just continues to encourage me and just continues to push me. He's like, good job, kiddo kiddo today you did this kiddo today did this and this was a great job and you did this and this was amazing and he's always just praising me and i'm like lordy you're literally god you sit on the throne and you're coming down here to speak to me you literally taking time out of your day and being like what's up kiddo like little old me and this is just so beautiful because he begins to speak to me about the rest of his kids. He's like, kid, I, I love all of my children. I love you all the same. You, you're just so beautiful within my eyes. And, and, and you, you just make me so happy as you begin to just be who I made you to be. And this is why God stresses this because this is, this is something that God called me to. He said, kid, I need, I need you to show my people to become who they are. I need you to show them how to do this. And I need you to show them who they really are through me. Because that, because here's the thing. A lot of times, these y'all with these different stupid religious spirits. Oh God, he's not of self help books. Oh God, he's not of this. Oh God, he's he's not of you going to counseling. God is not in you seeing a life coach. God, like seriously, see seriously. You really think the book is the issue? You really think that documentary is the issue? You really think that that doc that doctor that life coach the one who's trying to help this person is the issue? No. They're not the issue. It's simply because that person is literally seeking knowledge without knowing the source. Because as we all know, there are spirits behind everything within this life. But but here is so here is something that's so beautiful. Even things that were meant to 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 literally destroy us even the very things that were meant to torment us right even the things that were meant to meant to taint us and to taint our spirits god will still use those things for your good i'm not telling you to go out here and to go just willfully sin and do all these crazy things but i don't ever want you to neglect knowledge for what it really is because god says if you will learn the ways of this world i will literally is literally showing you how to dominate your territory this is something that god told me literally directly i don't have to go to another prophet god speaks he's not just this little dumb thing in the sky he's not just a little angel oh my god she's just floating no he's real like jesus god is so good he is so sweet he is loving and he is so caring and he's like kiddo i don't hate the books i don't hate the people i don't hate I, I don't is he's like it's literally is knowledge but i need my people to understand that they have to be very particular about where they are getting this knowledge from and that they are understanding that it is not them who makes them them but it is me who is the one who empowers them to be themselves i don't care how many self-help books that you go get you will always feel unsatisfied until you actually know god yourself it's not about you sitting inside of his face and allowing, and, and you just, you're able to kind of see him on his throne a little bit, or you're able to get a vision or a dream. And I'm not talking about all that little gimmicky stuff. Yes, that is so beautiful. It is a gift. I'm able to do it, whatever the case may be. Hallelujah. Amen. But I'm speaking about you genuinely, just saying, Lord God, I love you. I have a heart for you. I trust in you. I put you before all things. I seek your face on a daily basis. I diligently seek you. And he says, I am a, I am a rewarder to those who diligently seek me. Would you at least do that? 
once i don't don't care if you just seek him for a whole entire week let me tell you something he will reward you for that whole entire week just because he wants to show you how good he is not because of how amazing oh i just seek the lord for hours today he's not stunned how long you gonna seek him what he's seeking jesus well what god is seeking he, he, he he's just really he's just watching for that willing vessel he just wants someone who just said lord i'm willing to be used by you I mean, so many are called, but few are chosen. And, and here's the thing. People don't speak about that you actually have the right to be chosen. Of course, God has specifically set people apart and he has ordained people. It's not that he loves those people more than he loves you, but that he knows that he has made this person to be the, for, the, the, the forerunner in, in order to go before this certain generation. That is why certain people are chosen versus being called. But here's the thing. In order to become chosen, these people were as well called. But these people just already had what it took in order for God to just choose them. It's not just saying that you just being called, you cannot be chosen. Because as long as you are willing to put in the work, and what I mean by work is as long as you are willing to to allow God to mold you and to change you and, and to completely reconform you as being a person. Like, God, oh Jesus, y'all, it's all internally. We, we're always thinking about the external stuff. Oh, I just, I need to lose 50-some 50, 50 pounds. I need to get a smaller waist. I need to get some water hips. Go get surgery. No, he ain't stunned that. You, come on, now you think he really care what you look like? Well, he look better than all us. He like, first of all, I'm the one who made you. What you over here complaining for? Be satisfied for once, my child. You're always looking to, I, I need this, and I need that, and I need this kind of man, and I need this kind of, I need this kind of job, I need this kind of house. He ain't stunned none of that. Because he says, literally, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all of these things will be added unto you. God loves you so much, he does not want you to lack anything, because within him, you lack nothing. But he needs you to first understand that you are more than enough. That he is more than enough. You, you have to first be satisfied with who he made you to be because you are made within his image. If you say that you dislike something about yourself, you are literally telling God that, God, you did not make me good enough. God, you are not good enough. God, you ugly. Like, if you sit up there in the mirror and you tell yourself, oh, I'm ugly, you tell telling God he ugly. You understand how crazy he looking at you? Like, he just showed me this look. Like, do y'all know, like, the emoji where they kind of have, like, the finger over the over the face? Kind of like, uh. Like, I hope, <laughs> Jesus, I hope, Holy Spirit, please show them in their minds. Like, right now, the name of Jesus. I hope y'all can see. Like, Holy Spirit, please send that message across. But he just showed me that. He's like, come on now. Like, he really questioning y'all. Like, do you not know who I made you to be? Do you not know that you are literally a king, a queen in my kingdom? That I, as long as you humble yourself to me, I will exalt you before men. You want to sit up here and get payback so bad on these people when the folks don't even matter. Because half of them about to go straight to hell anyway because they don't stun God. It's not because God can't help them. It's not because God cannot save them. But it's simply because they despise God. You, you are so quick to just look to these people around you. Just say, oh, look at them. They, they're rich. And oh my gosh, look at them. They, they this and they got a good marriage. I don't know why I keep on talking about marriage. But you keep on looking at other folks' marriage. Like, like oh, theirs is way better than mine. And blah, blah. And God is saying, see, that's your issue. That's why you can never, ever be better. It's because you're just so focused on other people. You can't even flourish. Stay in your own lane and keep at it. I don't care if it take you a hundred some years to finally get your marriage where you want it to be. You better get it there. But but you keep on looking to the left and to the right, and you already 50-some years old, and you already complaining. He like, that ain't going to make it no better. Because guess what? Here's the thing. No one knows what day and what time the Lord is literally coming, okay? No one knows when Jesus is coming. And then on top of that, no one knows when you about to die. 
Because our life is so fleeting. It could be right now, right after this video. Thank God it's not. But hey, you don't know. If it's your time, it's your time. And I'm not worried. I'm not afraid of death. Because guess what? The, the, Y'all, look. Here's the thing. I used to actually be afraid to die. That, that it, Like, little did I know. In my heart, I had a little bit of fear in my heart. I was like, I don't really want to die yet. And you know why I didn't want to die? It's because I was, I was afraid because I had never really truly lived. Jesus, I had never really truly lived. And here's the thing. A lot of times we think living has to be this miraculous big thing. And it got to it gotta be just like, like it is on TV. No, your living it is pertaining to your heart's desires. I'm grateful because let me tell you something. Life is so difficult. Life can really get you down. Stuff can, it, it, it happens a lot around you. Like it's, it can really just torment you. It can really just put you in a certain place where you just can't even breathe. It's just so restricting. But but let me tell you something. God is so good. I always look forward. I, I look forward to going through those times because the Holy Spirit, He I always discover something new about Him. I always find, Lordy, you're also this. And and, and Lord, Lord, Lord God, you you're you're also like like even though I know that He's faithful. It's just nice to be on a whole nother deeper level with Him in that area. You know, it, it just is it, it's it's difficult going through challenging times in your mind or in your physical condition, whatever the case may be. But whenever you know God and whenever you are able to just hang on to him, you are able to reach a whole nother level every single time. Every single time you gotta fight for something, you understand that he's the one who was in the battle with you the whole entire time. Like he is a real true friend. Jesus, he is so good. So it's like, don't look at these people. Don't look around you. Don't, I don't care if they is your spouse. Don't look at them for what only God can give you. God is faithful. God is good. God loves you so much. Don't allow people to discourage you. Don't allow people to look down on you just simply because you are not like them. Simply because they are so arrogant and so haughty and so stupid and so ignorant where they can't even get outside of their own minds for once to be able to actually understand someone else. Because guess what? Understanding, seeking understanding is actually what a wise person does. Jesus, I hope that this comes with understanding, oh God. Literally, whenever you seek understanding first, whenever you seek another person's perspective before you seek your own, that is a true wise person, a truly wise person, because they understand that they're not the only one with the answers. And, and, and the one who has the very answers and the one who, well, that's stupid and that's this. And you know what? You know you need to go back to work because you just, you foolish and you stupid and you this. If God said quit your job, you stay off that job. If God said, go get this other job and quit this one, whatever the case may be, you do whatever he told you to, to go do. Forget everybody else because at the end of the day, you are the one who has to answer to God. God going to be like, uh, so my child, whenever I told you to go do this, why didn't you do this? Well, I, well Lord, you know, I had got a little scared. I was just, you know what I'm saying? You really going to want to tell that to God? After he said, I've been told you that I have sent my angels to go before you. So you won't even hurt your foot upon a stone. A little stone, y'all. So so, so imagine these big old giant mountains in your way that's so-called blocking you. God, like, look, that stuff, is ain't, it ain't nothing but dust. Like, compared to God, God is like, that is nothing. Let me get my hands on it. That is literally what God is saying to y'all. He's like, let me get my hands on it. 
Let me just show you who I am. You say, Father God, I submit my finances to you. Father God, I submit my home to you. Father God, I submit my heart to you. Father God, I submit my mind to you. You begin to submit everything that you have in your life. I don't care if it's your children, your wife. You say, look, I give it to you and I lay it at your feet. Whatever is causing you worry, fear, doubt, turmoil, whatever the case may be, you gather all those things up. You write it down on a list. You get you a little notebook and you write down everything that concerns you. And you literally say, Father God, I I submit this to you. But Father God, I commit this to you. Okay? You literally surrender it to him. And he will show you Jesus. He will show you who he is. It is in your surrendering where you are actually able to succeed. But, But it takes a willing vessel. You have to be willing to say, oh God, have your way. None of me, all of you. And to truly mean it. God is good. God is faithful. He is sovereign. He is so sovereign. He is so good. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, Holy Spirit, man. I love God. He is so good. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I wasn't even expecting to do this podcast, y'all. But I love y'all. God bless y'all. And remember to be vibalicious. A lot more people need to hear this. So I'm going to speak. I'm going to speak to everybody right now. But it's something. Because he showed me that my relationship with him, the gifts that he has given me, they're not just for me. Of course, you know, it's, he, he says, kid, I want, you to, I want you to share your life. And I'm like, Lord, what does that mean? Like, my life ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just be chilling, boom. You know, like, and y'all, like, I really just be just living, you know? I really just love living and resting in him. I love little things, like little details that have always just got me. I don't care if it's just the sky or, or stars or or just grass. And I find little stuff and it just, it, it, it just it just intrigues me because it just, I like just being. I love just being at peace and just resting. I have always found it to just just i have always been that kind of person to where people literally call me a hippie i remember um some who was it was it my cousin somebody they were like you just like a little hippie and i was like what and now i kind of take a little offense to that because my little first of all i'm child of god but you know <laughs> but then it just kind of was funny to me because hippies are known to be very peaceful and what's up dude you know kind of like that and so it's just funny but he said kid i want you to show my people the little things i want you to teach them about the little things I'm like, Lordy, but the little things that they're, that, you know, other people, people have always joked on me for, for caring about little stuff. You know, it's like, you just love detail. You just talk too much. And then it's like, God, he explained to me, he said, it's the very little things that I need my people to see because they get so caught up in this world about what is going on around them to where they forget about the little things. And, and here's the thing about God is that he cares about the little things. And once I learned that, I, I felt so... I, I was just so ecstatic. I'm like, God, you really care about the little details. He he cares about every area of your life. It's not just what you can do for him, what you have done for him, how well you serve him. He ain't stunned none of that. All of it, yes, it's great. Yes, oh, hallelujah, he loves you, you know. But that's not what makes it. Well, what makes it is that he cares about where your heart is. He cares about the thoughts that goes through your mind. He cares about the way that you speak to your to yourself. He cares about the way that you treat your mother. He cares about the way that you treat your father and your sister and your brother and your and, and your wife and your husband. 
He cares about he just he's so good. He's like my people literally they they just so worried about kingdom marriage and kingdom spouse and kingdom and God literally he started laughing. I said, Lordy, why are you laughing? He said, because they're so caught up in this, they don't even understand how to treat each other. He's like, my people have literally skipped the beginning stage. They they have literally skipped the basis of what all of these things mean. He's like, I don't care about how good you look. I don't care about how well you can praise and worship and pray. Look, we all praying in tongues and having a great time, you know. He's like, I don't care about how well you can do it. I just care about where your heart is. Because half of the time, the people who be speaking in tongues up in these churches, they be the main ones going off on folks up in their mind. Like, 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 literally, God has literally said, like, he's telling me right now, he's like, kid, as they are praying in tongues, they are trying to outdo each other. Like, can I shout louder? Can, can I pray better? Can I pray quicker than her? He's like, my people are literally competing with themselves. They are praying in my heavenly language that I have given them. Whoever this is, please stop it. He's like, it's so pitiful. He's like, kid, it literally hurts my heart because my people are so insecure for no apparent reason. If they really knew who they were, they would understand that they have power. That they are not weak, that they are not less than, but that they are more than enough because I made them to be. But it is up to them in, to, in, in order to believe it. People are so just, Jesus, oh, Holy Spirit. He's like, they, they just are so consumed within themselves where they can't even see me for who I am. People get so caught up in what they want and what they wish they had and blah, blah, blah. He's like, they can't even live their life in the little things. He's like, kid, it's in the very little moments that, that you have the biggest and best time with me. Like, literally, I have some of the most funniest, ecstatic. Like, I have so many funny memories with the Lord, y'all. It's not even funny. But it's because I'm just in that moment, just in those little things. God has shown me in so many ways. As long as Jesus, I can't even... I can just say thousands of times in my daily life where I can drop something or I can drop a pen or I'll be brushing my hair. Or I'll just be doing something. And he'll say, see, kid, I always do this or this is how it helps you. Just say, for instance, just like the other day, I had, um, I was taking my dog outside, right? And, and I had her, her baggies, you know, for whenever she used the restroom, like her little poop bags or whatever. And I had dropped one of them on the ground. Like, I just, because it was an empty bag. I just was taking it off of the roll. And then it had, like, the wind blew and it blew it out of my hand. I was like, oh, snap. And I had to go catch the bag. And then I picked it up. And then he said, kid, see, look, I always pick you up. And I'm like, oh, Lordy, that was sweet. It, it kind of, but, but, but here's the thing. It, it was, it, it just kind of blew my mind because... In that little moment, just literally, y'all, that was just everyday life. I'm always dropping stuff. Like, I'm just so clumsy. So, it's like, literally, that was normal for me. But God is like, kid, I always pick you up. And, and y'all, it, it literally, in a little plastic bag, that's what God got out of that. Imagine all of the other things in your life where God has so many messages and things to tell you, but you're not available. You're not aware of him. You're not willing to hear from him. Because you feel as if you are unworthy to hear from him. You feel as if you are not enough. And God is saying, you are more than enough, my child. And, and, and he's like, whenever whenever it comes down to, to my relationship with him, I'm not the only one who can hear from God. I'm not the only one who can, you know, see stuff and hear and, you know, all that cool stuff. I'm not the only one who can do this. You know, so many other people can. And it's it's beautiful how God made us to be. But God, a lot of times... As you know, if you are in the office of the prophet or whatever, you know, whatever field that you're in within the fivefold ministry, 
you may you may feel as if you are better than somebody else because you can do things that someone else can't or that you are actually able to operate within all of the spiritual gifts because being within the office of the prophet you you kind of you are pretty you're pretty versatile you're able to kind of tap into every little gift right and, and is that you it's simply we're not better or anything it's just that's just how it works it's just how it works okay i can't even explain it y'all it's just that's just how it works so it's like you can hear in the spear. You can see in the spear. You don't have to do anything to do these things. You're just literally walking around and you can see a demon. You walk around, you can hear some stuff. You know, it's like you can hear thoughts of other people sometimes. It, you you can hear your spirit speaking. You can hear God speaking. You can. It's pretty interesting. It's pretty cool. And God said, kid, don't keep this to yourself. Because a lot of the messages that he has is for y'all to be able to know that God is with me because it's not that oh he just with me because I can tell him no it's just simply God is with all of us because he says Emmanuel God is with you so it means that he is with you wherever you are right now you just can't see him you just probably can't hear from him but know that he is there and I am someone that just says hey look I'm just approving I'm just putting the confirmation I'm just putting a stamp on it just saying God is real that is all my gift does. That is all the these five because it's all to uplift and encourage and to actually form the body of Christ. It's, 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 it's all to better the body. It's not just for someone to keep to themselves. So so God is he's like, kid, I need you to I need you to explain submission. Jesus. Okay, so Okay, so there there is something whenever I go into prayer with the Lord and Really, I'm always praying with him, you know. <laughs> He's like, look, pray without ceasing. That's literally my life. But there are times where, you know, I'll go to the park, and I'll just go on a walk or something, and then I'll begin to sing and praise and worship, and then I'll actually, like, I may get on my knees or, you know, actually begin to just pray. And it's, it's really, I just call it my devotion time. So within that time, I was so... There was a point where I actually had a religious mindset. I felt as if I had to do these certain things. I have to pray, and then I got to get on my knees and cry. And then once I get finished crying, I got, oh, God, you're so good for healing my tears. You know, just healing my heart. Like, <laughs> it was the worst mindset. Like, that's what I thought I had to do. And God removed that mindset, and I just, he's like, here, just be. And then it all just flows however it needs to flow. You know, you don't have to pressure anything. You don't have, you don't have to do anything. But... You know, there was a point where I would just—it was just a ritual for me just to get on my knees and just be, just to begin praying because that's what I thought was right to do, right? And God showed me a lot of times now I don't even have to get on my knees. I still do get on my knees now because now I'm in a certain level within my headspace that 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 old thought process is gone because that was a, that was a old, that was a thought process of of works. It was of self works of what I have to do, and if I don't do it right, God gonna curse me. That was kind of that mindset, right? And that mindset is gone now. But, you know, I still get on my knees because that's what I want to do. That is what I feel led to do because the Holy Spirit leads me. And, and the thing about submission is that you don't have to always get on your knees because God allowed me to see within the Spirit. He said, kid, I need you to see. And, and he's like, look. And I'm like, okay, Lord. And then whenever he tells me to look, that just means I have to get myself in a position that I just have to say, okay, Michaela, what is happening in the Spirit? Then I have to put myself in that certain position to be able to tap into the third realm or whatever so that's kind of interesting how it works y'all but once i actually am relaxed and, and i'm able to see 
He showed me, and y'all, I was literally just sitting on the bench. I wasn't on my knees at this point. I'm just like, Lordy, I want to see. And he's like, okay, I just open your eyes and just look. And I was on my knees, and I was wearing, I, y'all, I literally, I remember it. Like, and I see it every single time. Now, every single time I get into prayer with him, I always see this whenever he's like, okay. And I'm like, all right, Lord, I submit myself to you. And as I pray that prayer, I see within the spirit what is happening, whatever, whatever, what I'm about to share with y'all. So, anyway. I seen myself inside of these like all white clothes. Like I had on like a, I couldn't even explain it, y'all. It was so bright and so pretty. But I had on this. I do know for a fact it was kind of like a cloak, kind kind of like a. It, it was it was like it was kind of like a dress thingy, but then it was a cloak kind of over me, and it was all white. And then I remember I, I had like I had kneeled down and, and I seen these gigantic feet in front of me and I can't even describe what they look like I just know that they were gigantic feet that is the thing about the spiritual realm people now yeah you can see demons like for what they is you know but whenever it comes down to seeing God you can't you can't see his face but you may get like a silhouette but you don't know like I can't tell you his eye color I can't tell you oh like I just, y'all, it's the craziest thing. I can I can tell you he's just huge. <laughs> he is huge. And whenever you see him, he's like a gigantic thing of light. And he's he's kind of translucent. Like, like you can kind of see through him, but then you can't. It's like he is known and he makes himself to be known, but it's there is almost such a a a a big shadow on him that is in front of him and that is behind him to where it actually he, he's like multi-dimensional. He's not just one solid figure. He he is. He's one solid figure. But then he's not. He's He has like different sides. I can't even. Y- y'all know like a 3D square? It's kind of like that where it's like you can't. It almost looks like, oh, it's multiple squares, but it's only one square. That's kind of how he looks. Y'all, it's the oddest thing. And then he's like a big old thing of light. I, I can't describe. Oh, Lord. He's so good. But. Yeah, so I seen these gigantic feet in front of me. I was like, oh, God, your feet are so big. (laughs) And so he starts laughing. And he's like, kid, this is what happens when you truly submit to me. He's like, so instead of you getting on your knees, he's like, this is what happens once you get on your knees. So within the physical, God was telling me, he's like, in the physical, whatever you get on your knees, this is what happens in the spiritual as you are on your knees. So he was kind of showing me what I would do at the same exact time. And so now I'm to the point to where I don't have to physically get on my knees. I could just say, Father God, I submit myself to you. Because it's all about your heart posture. This is where this is getting to. God is saying, you really, you have been submitting to him out of your mouth, but not from your heart. Because that is why I'm able to just sit on an actual bench. Like, I don't have to move. I could be standing up inside of Walmart. But in my heart, I'm like, okay, Lord God. Father God, I submit myself to you. And literally, it puts me in a whole other position. And I just literally, as I just said that, y'all, I literally just see myself kneeling at his feet. Okay? So this is what happens with your heart posture. As you are literally positioning yourself to say, Lord God, you just have your way, oh God. Once you, once you say those words, not even just those words, whatever words come out of your come out of your heart, okay? Out of the heart flows the issues of life. Whatever words that you speak out of your mouth that are coming from your heart, ask the Holy Spirit. Just, just pray this quick prayer with me. Holy Spirit. Please help me to to speak from my heart. Holy Spirit, please enable me to speak from the depths of me. D-E-P-T-H-S, depths, okay? Not depth, 
but depths, like like the deepest part of you, okay? And then you just say, in Jesus' name I pray, amen. And he will literally show you because that is something that really has to take place. You have to know yourself so well. You have to know what triggers you, what doesn't. And you know this by also going through God. Because you, because the thing about building your relationship with God is that once you go closer and closer and closer to him, you are literally able to see how imperfect you are. It's not to shame you. It's not to guilt you. It's one of the most beautiful things because that's how you know that you're actually growing. And then the thing is that his perfect love watches, washes out all of those imperfections. So, so within his presence, you don't even feel as if you are unworthy. You feel as if you are more than enough. You, you literally feel so filled up with him. It's not because, oh, I'm just so holy. I'm just a holy roller. Like, he's not stunned that. Like, that's not even my mindset anymore. At one point, it was. And that's how, that's how I knew that I, I wasn't in a real relationship with God. I wasn't. Because I had that mindset. Whenever you really know God, you're not going to even be able to think those things you're just gonna be so overwhelmed and just like oh gosh i just feel so peaceful i used to think i was wrong for having you know negative thoughts and all this stuff and no that is not of god but that does not mean that something is wrong with you that just means that you are literally a human being and that you have a lot of stuff to work on that's simple that does not mean you're not that oh, you're horrible and you're gonna die. He's gonna strike you down because your mind is so filthy. Half of the time, the people who be saying that be the main ones in the back of the booth in the corner, commit adultery, fornicating, and whatever the case may be. Okay, they be the main ones hating on folks, and did they love to call you out and call you stupid and terrible, and that they're gonna curse you and send you into the pits of hell when they ain't got no near no no kind of authority? Because here's the thing: God gave us dominion and, 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 and authority of our over our own territories he gave us authority over our own lives that is your territory your life okay he did not give us authority over each other that is one of the biggest things and that's nothing but witchcraft and i cast it onto the abyss right now in jesus name your intimidation manipulation and domination is nothing but straight up witchcraft because it is works of the flesh the bible specifically says it this is works of the flesh it's called witchcraft okay so don't let nobody tell you that stuff the piece of junk i tell you what you you cast it out right now in the name of Jesus. And you move on. You say, Father God, I, I repent. Father God, I thank you for, for for forgiving all of my sins, oh God. And just and y'all, here's the thing. Repenting is a daily process. It's not because, oh, you're just so horrible. But it's simply because you understand my flesh is imperfect. I sin all day, every day, 24-7. I don't intentionally do it. Sometimes I do because, you know what? Sometimes I may see a lady at Walmart and she may roll her eyes at me and I call her stupid. That was me sinning because, I guess what? I was not respecting my elderly. And I probably just said out of my mouth, okay? But inside of my heart and inside of my mind, I'm like, that lump, she just, you know, in my mind, that's what I'm thinking, right? <laughs> and then the husband say, kiddo. And then I have, I'm like, oh, Lordy, you right, you right. You know, here's the thing. Once I repent, I have to say, okay, I have to intentionally not do this again because repentance is you turning away from that thing not saying oh i just go oh lord i thank you for my forgiveness and then the next day you see the same as that lady and then you say the same as that words okay that's not that's not what repentance repentance really truly means i would get rid of this certain behavior i would get rid of this certain thought process and i would try my best oh god not to go back into being that way Okay, and, and and his grace is sufficient for you. So just in case, even if you even if you have re repented of this thing and you tried so hard not to go back to it, but you did, God is saying my grace is sufficient for that. Okay, because you did not willfully sin. 
you actually tried your best not to go back into it. So don't ever feel bad if you do slip back. If you do slip slip up, you just be like, Lord, oh, I thank you. I learned, I learned that mistake. I learned what not to do anymore. I learned where not to go anymore. I learned kind of the way around it. I gained wisdom and knowledge from this experience. And I will try my best not to do it again. And you ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, please help me to turn away from this thing. Change my desires. You have to ask him. Ask and you shall receive. Knock and the door will be open. A lot of times we're like, oh, God already gave me everything that I need. And yes, that is true. But his people literally lack. They, they, they perish because of their lack of knowledge. Your lack of knowledge is you not acknowledging that God says, asking you shall receive. You ask something within the mighty name of Jesus and it is God's will for your life. You shall receive it in the name of Jesus. Okay, with no doubt, with no hesitation because Jesus is a good friend. When, whenever you ask a friend for something, you should not have to wait 10 years for it if they have it right then and there. Jesus has everything. Jesus is more than enough. He's, he has everything that you could ever ask for. So the moment that you ask him, it is already yours. You just have to receive it and you just have to believe it. According to your faith, be it unto you. It is up to you to believe these things and it is up to you in order to actually receive them. In the mighty name of Jesus. So whenever it comes down to you all with the Lord, don't become so discouraged. Don't look at other people as if they are better than you because they are not. No one is better than anyone else. And just stay in your own lane and know that God is with you. And I will continue to share whatever visions and dreams that the Lord will give me with y'all because that's what it's for and you know what i honestly i was like Look, i don't really want to do this stuff because it made me feel uncomfortable because i do know that there will be some people who believe me some people who don't i'm like lordy and he's like kiddo they don't matter he's because at the, at the end of the day once you die who you got to answer to you know on on that day of judgment because here's the thing on the day of judgment we are all going to have to answer to the Lord. That does not mean you got to be sent to hell. Like, no, you're going to have to answer to him. You're going to have to tell him because he's going to ask you how your life was down here. Because he's a father. He cares. So for you to finally be up there in his face, of course, he's going to be like, what's up, kiddo? How was your time down there up on that earth? And you be, well, I was just scared all the time. Man, he going he gonna, to, okay, you know what? I should. You know what? He's going to say, I'll leave here. It's okay. I, I forgive you. You know, but job incomplete. You know, like, I don't want to hear nothing like that. I want to hear my my good and faithful servant. You know, job well done. That's what I want to hear. So, it just, this is such a journey. And I'm grateful, you know. I'm so grateful. So, I love y'all. God bless y'all. And remember to be Vibalicious today. Kids and queens, welcome back to Blessed Pass. God bless you. So, y'all, this is going to be a very, very quick message. The Lord just gave me a quick vision, okay? I was in the middle of praise and worship. And then I was like, Lord, do you have a word for your people? And then he's like, kid, just wait. I'm like, okay, Lordy. So, <laughs> I just, because he's just praying and just really just sitting with him, y'all. He's just so funny. I love him so much. But he, um, he showed me just out of nowhere, which this, I don't think has Jack to do with me. Does it, Lordy? Okay, yeah, no, I ain't got Jack to do with me. So, because it really just caught me off guard. So, as I'm just sitting here. He showed me this vision of someone that they had kind of like a balled up sheet of paper. It wasn't, okay, maybe I should say rolled up. It was, do you know how you you lay out a sheet of paper and you just kind of roll it? And then it kind of shapes itself to be like a cylinder almost. Like, it's not balled up like trash, but it's very, very neatly rolled up. Kind of like what you would see a certificate or something inside of, right? And I see this rolled up sheet of paper. I didn't know what it was. Well, I kind of knew deep down inside what it was after. I'm like, Lordy, what was this? And then he gave me the answer. 
but I seen this sheet of paper and this person where their hand was instead of because it was a man's hand I know that much but on the very very front of his hand like where his thumb kind of was where he was holding it at there was literally a rat like like have y'all ever seen those little toy rats for Halloween where the rat is like black and then it has like red eyes like this is like the most typical little Halloween toy but it was right where his hand was and the eyes were staring me down so as I'm looking at oh my gosh this sheet of paper right now we know that it is a contract because as I was writing it down right now in the vision he's like a contract so with this contract instantly i'm like oh i'm so excited because i was really like i went straight towards it like my hand reached out and then once i seen the rat i'm like oh snap like i don't really know if i should be taking this like i felt very very discouraged i felt eerie within my spirit i knew that something was wrong so whoever this is for okay make sure you take this to the lord of course because who knows whatever come your way it may be for you and what's come your way may not be for you just like he said do not take every sheet of paper that comes your way that's literally the words that he gave me like after i'm like lord what was that and he's like don't take every sheet of paper that comes your way and then on the on my phone on the clock i seen 556 i'm like oh snap i think he was trying to tell me something with 555 but i was like no no no, it didn't say it so i'm not gonna make anything out of it that wasn't right and like i said i was in the middle of praise and worship so on my phone on, on like the little timeline i seen on the time it said 5 55 like the moment i literally looked at it okay i had looked because i was looking at the clock at the top of my screen and then i had looked down at like the little timeline and then it said 5 55 and 5 55 stands for grace and mercy so i'm not really sure who this is for but know that god's grace is sufficient for you okay and he will keep you out of harm's way and whatever deal or whatever maybe going on within your life he's like i'm such a merciful god i will continue to keep you i will continue to keep you safe but stay vigilant within this hour y'all don't be out here just going for every little thing that sounds right because as we all know before the real thing comes there's always a counterfeit so stay aware okay and just just be careful and this is not anything to put fear inside of you because as long as you're a child of god and you're praying with him and, and you literally you sit within his presence you pray you meditate on his word day and night baby you straight you good okay because he, he would never ever let none of these evils touch you okay whatever the enemy wants to have planned because that rat straight up father god what they even symbolize He's like somebody sneaky, somebody sketchy. Okay, it is not a real deal. It looks as if it is, but it isn't. He's like, it's not authentic. It may be within the same exact company or within the same exact industry in which you want to be in. I'm getting company. So you're getting this first contract from these people that you actually want to work with or to work for. But he's saying, this is not the one. Because this contract is coming from a person that does not like you because the thing about rats is that y'all that could be inside of your house and you don't even know it so he's like these people yeah yeah they, yeah they look a little friendly yeah they seem kind of cool like oh yeah i'm all for you but really behind the scenes they are not for you at all they are completely against you like they really want to mess up your reputation oh my gosh it's like yeah don't don't be out here just accepting stuff yeah he's like it could really actually destroy you because it's not something that he has ordained you may say well there's nothing wrong with me just accepting this contract but he's saying stay aware and, oh wow he, he's like test them first 
you tell them no or you tell them I'll think about it and watch their reaction. Oh, wow. And y'all literally earlier, no, 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 yesterday he told me earlier, like that morning, he's like, watch their reactions. I'm like, okay, Lordy. And I'm thinking this just, you know, because he always giving me advice before things happen you know so like whenever stuff happens i'm like oh this is what he was talking about but now i understand this was related to this message wow okay lordy thank you so stay vigilant beware y'all and i ain't trying to make this too long but he keep on flowing so yeah uh <laughs> holy spirit are we finished and if not y'all i just put it inside the description so i love y'all god bless y'all and remember to be bobalicious God bless you.